38. This is the ASMR intro. Are you enjoying it? I hope so. If not, skip ahead. What an exciting episode we have in store for you this week. Um, well, there are some more things can I do? How about this bottle of coke? folks and welcome to the Potter Vision Comedy Show. <laughs> it's episode 38. We're on book three, chapter three, the night bus. Uh, we've got Tom Lawrence in here opposite me. I'm <laughs> Lucas. It's the show where every week we look at a chapter from the Harry Potter books. I've said all that in a completely different order to normal. Tom, how are you? What a strange introduction to an episode <laughs> from a very strange man. <laughs> well, we've had a bit of a funny time, because normally we faff about Oh, my we God, listen, we've been sat around. Normally, we just... 15 minutes, 30 minutes, we start. Yeah. He's been here now, an hour, <laughs> and we've just been laughing about Harry and Paul sketches. Yeah. We're watching a Northern Relief sketch. Uh, we are thinking about... Harry Hill, yeah, that was funny. Laughing about TikTok, and I showed Lucas a video of a dog punching someone <laughs> in a film. We need to stop doing this. We keep doing this. We start the podcast by talking about funny videos we've seen. <laughs> We're very, very sorry. We're working on commission yeah, for that yeah, yeah. film from the seventies. Oh, oh, very good. I was recognised about three days ago. Man came round to me house. Tres dias antes. Go on. Man came round to me house. He says, I know you. Mm-hmm. You're my son. My dad had turned up. He's been round for the past four days, helping out with the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Martina's away at the minute. She's back in Germany, the motherland. Martina's away. The double bed was cold. Get daddy in. No, he's been saying that. <laughs> daddy, we need you in here for the summer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the mattress will wilt. He's at a local Premier Inn staying, but he's helping out. We're sorting everything. There's Black Mould is back. That's fascinating. He's staying at the Premier Inn. Yeah. And you also told me that your dad loves Lenny Henry. 
He does love... Well, he likes Lenny Henry, No, yeah. you said he loves him. All right. Do you reckon that in any way influenced his decision on picking a hotel? I think not consciously, but subconsciously, yes. Mm-hmm. He would choose that over a travel lodge. And speaking of Lenny Henry, this is the night bus chapter. Yes. Where Lenny Henry plays the little shrunken head. In the, in the film. Bus film. There's no mention of Lenny Henry in this chapter. No. But uh, what else is Daddy doing? He's helping out. Now, I must tell you one thing. Uh, he told me this story. He went to the tip today. He came back... With more uh, stuff than he left. No. <laughs> no, just memories. He came back and he said uh, he saw something in the tip. And the man at the tip working there says, in 20 years working here, I've never seen that in my life. A man comes to the tip Mm -hmm. in a horse and cart. Right. A horse is dragging a cart full of wood into the tip. So queuing up with the cars, (laughs) going around with the cars, parking his horse, the horse waits while he chucks the wood onto the, the tip and then he gets back on the horse and... Off it goes. Fascinating. What year are we living in? Olden days. We're in the olden days. We're back in the olden days. I've also got some sad news. Oh. But there's a bit of a funny story as well. What a way to start a podcast. I know. I know. Listeners, do you want the sad news or do you want the bad news? (laughs) The the bad news is, I'm rude. Hey! The sad news is, there's nothing you can do about it. (laughs) (laughs) Is there any good news? (laughs) Have I got any? Yeah. Um, you looking you looking strong as ever. Lovely, strong as an ox, big as a house, all that kind of stuff. I've got some sad news, and I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast, but there is used to be a cat that lived near me called Toby. I don't know if you've met Toby, and uh, I have to admit, he used to come into the house and he used to sleep on the bed, and he was the loveliest cat you could imagine. Mm-hmm. And I must have spent two, three years knowing this cat, him coming in, lovely, lovely, lovely. But the people who lived in the house moved him to the pub they owned down the street. And I've not seen Toby for about a year. And about once a week, I'd go walking past the pub hoping to see him, and I've never seen him. All right. So my dad, he likes to go to that pub. And he went there the other night. On his own? On his own, yeah. He likes to talk to the people who work there. And he asked about Toby the other night. And sadly, they said he had a tumour and he had to be put down three months ago, right? Why do you have such a grin on your face? (laughs) Because that's the sad bit. This is the funny bit, right? I was was a bit emotional about this, right? So I thought, I'll tell Martina, because Martina Martina will want to know. Martina, Martina, you'll want to know this. The cat is dead. So I ring her up, right, and I say, Martin, and I start crying, yeah. right, because I'm, I'm, he's just come to Is me. Is this the funny bit? I'm not, you're smiling. <laughs> wait for it, wait for it. I'm getting, I said, uh, I'm crying. I go, oh, I've got to tell you something. I'm crying. And I go, my dad's just been to the pub. I'm crying. And I go, I can't say it. She goes, What's happened? He goes, What's happened? Yeah. And I said, Toby's dead. She goes, I thought something had happened to your dad. Because <laughs> I was starting the story with, oh, My dad's gone to the pub. And I can't say it. So I can't say what's happened. And I'm crying on the phone. <laughs> uh, 
it, but yeah. I'll have to sing it. Lenny, Lenny, Lenny. Lenny, Lenny, Lenny. Henry's show. <laughs> so, yeah, what was very sad turned out into, you know, into an amusing moment. That is crackers. That's, well, I'm glad you can laugh away the pain. <laughs> it was a bloody lovely cat. Mm. R.I.P. Toby the cat. R.I.P. Toby. Sadly missed. Now, do you have any more news this week? Um, too much. I've, put, I've been putting out silly vids. I've been doing stand-up gigs. Mm-hmm. I've been making fun of Mr. B. <laughs> oh, yeah, I like that video. <laughs> uh, oh, I did it. my first stand-up gig this week. Oh, yeah. It was in a brewery, and it went very well. I was absolutely shiting myself. I've, I think I've done that one. Have you? Mill Brewery. And you click eaten. Car parks like round the back. Yeah, that's the one. And it's a bit downstairs, isn't it? Yeah. Died on my ass. Oh. Died. I was doing like a fifteen minute middle. Mm. Died, 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 died. Someone te- someone messaged me afterwards saying, Don't quit your day job. <laughs> no. They tweeted it at me, yeah. Naughty. It's very nasty. I did all right. I hope you'd give him a good telling off for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you think... were mean to my mate three years ago. <laughs> I feel like we have different audiences that like us because because uh, I'm very like, old-fashioned mm. and silly, yeah. whereas uh, you're a bit more kind of dark, off the cuff. I'm not, I'm not it's funny, I'm never really that dark. I'm just, yeah, a bit odd. Bit odd, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Different vibe, isn't it? Our, yeah. uh, but you're a, you're a, you're a different kind of odd yourself. Yes, I'm odd, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. With two different blokes sat alone in a pub, and you're the one that people wouldn't mind sitting with. Yes. And you're the one that barks at people if they get too close. <laughs> Tom, are you ready for a book three, chapter three, rundown? Yes, please. Chapter 3, The Night Bus. Harry Potter's walking around and he starts to have a panicky poo. What am I going to do? Where am I going to go? Will I get in trouble with the Ministry of Magic? He sees something out of the corner of his eye and he senses a big, like, dog, massive dog thing with eyes. But suddenly, a big old bus arrives. It's the night bus. It's purple. And Stan Shunpike, an 18-year-old with big old pimplies, gets him on. Harry doesn't want to make, uh, you know, bring attention to himself. He says he's Neville Longbottom. He gets on the bus and he has a hot chocolate thrown on his pillar and he also finds out about Sirius Black. The murderer was on the Muggle News. He's a wizard and he's escaped from Azkaban. He was apparently a supporter of you-know-who and he killed 13 people with one wave of his magic wand. Anyway, he arrives outside the leaky cauldron and who is there? But Cornelius Fudge. What's he doing there? Why is he there? He's smoothed everything over. Aunt Marge has been punctured. Her memory's been modified. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Harry, stay here for two weeks. Keep yourself out of trouble. And Harry's a bit suspicious. Why is the Minister of Bloody Magic coming in to sort this out? Why am I not getting punished? What's going on with that? And he goes to bed, looking forward to a Dursley-free fortnight before going back to Hogwarts. And that was The Night Bus. I'm gobsmacked. 
During the entirety of that, Tom was agape. <laughs> was agape. He was catching flies. And I'm very pleased with myself because I did a bit of a chuckle at the beginning. But mm-hmm. after that, I, I kept very professional. Well, what was that to laugh at? Your gawping <laughs> face. What are you writing down? No, for later. All right. No, for later. <laughs> <laughs> I've read it, listeners. It's going to be good. I loved this chapter. Yeah, boy. I loved it. I really loved it. Yeah? It had me thinking right off the bat, yeah. Yeah. Harry, he considers, like, the muggle world. So he's left the Dursley's house. And he considers the muggle world to be something foreign to him. Yes. So as soon as he found out that he was a wizard, he's completely, like Hermione has, in a way, given up on the muggle world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... I wonder if there's any people who get letters from Hogwarts and then think, well, lovely, but no thank you. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Because, uh, yeah, I'm trying to be, you know, I want to be a uh, race car driver. Yeah. I want to be a uh, bin man. Yeah. I want to be a bricklayer. Yeah. some real fucking money. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's... They don't teach you anything in Hogwarts, anything you can use. (laughs) They're not going to teach you how to get a mortgage in Hogwarts, are they? No, no. The um, I find it interesting because I've always assumed that you would still have to apply for Hogwarts normally, but the only reason Harry gets a letter is because he's been like groomed up to mm. come to Hogwarts and when he's eleven. Groomed him, they did. <laughs> you want to take him to a Potter grooming parlor? <laughs> but do you know what I mean? I'm assuming. But then Hermione's got Muggle parents. Did she just get a random letter as well? Mm. Are they just sensing magical ability in humans? I think so. Yeah, and sending I, a letter. It's funny, like, um, yeah, because if you chose to be a Muggle, yeah, which I'm assuming some of them do, yes, that would, in your way, that would be like a Spanish person choosing to move to England and live here. Yes. But like you already live on holiday. <laughs> yeah. Why would you come live over here? Why would you yeah. do? Why why do you do that? Why don't Dumbledore do that? <laughs> the Spanish listeners, I know we have a few. Do it. You may not know, but you live on holiday. You, you're on holiday all the time, aren't you? <laughs> you're on the beach, ice lolly. Yeah. Shorts and t-shirt. Donkey ride. Sun cream. Sun cream. <laughs> you're on holiday. You might not know it. You live in Holidayland. In Holidayland. And for all of our German listeners, you're on a business trip. (laughs) You're living on a business trip. (laughs) It's funny how you think of every country from your own country's perspective. (laughs) Oh, America, they eat massive meals over there. Massive breakfast, don't they? It's like, well, just compared to you. Just on telly they do, and then they don't eat them. Yeah. (laughs) I've only had one of this... Ten stack of pancakes. Did you have great big portions when you went to America, or no? Ooh, great big portion. Um, n- no, not really. Just had normal meals, I think. I remember having um, a Philly cheese steak, which is like a sandwich with cheese and steak in it. God, yeah. That was enormous. Yeah. That was enormous. Did um, you eat it all? Uh, yeah, but it took me, like, the afternoon. I remember eating half of it, and then... Having the having the rest like two hours later. Wow, good but boy. That was big. Good boy, good boy. Um, but apart from that, I think things were pretty normal. What's France then? If Spain is holiday land and yeah. Germany's business land, 
Foodland? Iceland. Iceland. <laughs> nah, France is like holiday home, innit? Spain is like you're going for a week, two weeks. France, France. like, oh, I'm spending the summer there. It's a bit like Mean England, France, isn't it? <laughs> mean England. Rude England. <laughs> but I'm sure France will think of us as rude France. Yeah. Yeah. Beefy France. Beefy France. <laughs> we were at war with France for 114 years in a row. Did they want to make it 115? Oh! Hey, don't start that again. But they, uh, they called it the 100 Years War, but it was actually a lot longer. There you go. Medieval war stuff. Does that interest you, listeners? It doesn't interest me, and I've said it. <laughs> it doesn't interest me, and I've said it. <laughs> so, Harry, yeah. Oh, yeah. You said in the rundown that he catches sight of a dog looking at him. Yes. Was that in the chapter? He says to Stan Shunpike, he says it looked like a dog, ah. but massive. Right, so it's funny. So he gets a funny prickling on the back of Harry's neck, it said. Oh, yeah. Suddenly he's Spider-Man. <laughs> and he knew he was being watched. My knobhead senses are tingling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's that? Nightbus rolls up. Screech! And night is spelt with a K. Yeah, I wondered why that this is. K's are very big right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, night is spelt night, yeah, and it's for stranded wizards. Knight in shining armour. Yeah. Coming to rescue you. Yeah. Um, rescue you. You're a prisoner. Uh, you're trapped in a tower. Yes. Um, you're 18 years old. You've got long hair. Uh, you're a virgin. You're a virgin. <laughs> yeah. Your mother's keeping you locked up there. Uh, your father's dead. Your father's dead. <laughs> your mum and dad live in a palace two miles away. Um, uh, you're alone. Apart from your singing animal friend. Long hair. Long hair. Uh... Throw down your hair. Yeah. Man, climb up. Pull on your head. Yes. Pull head. <laughs> pull out roots. Get on the bus. Hurt. Get on bus. Get on bus. <laughs> extra two sickles for hot chocolate. Another two sickles and uh, you get an extra pillow. But the question is, where would you have the night bus take you? Oh, see, that's the thing, isn't it? If I was in... you oh, stormed out your house. Oh, dear, I am in trouble. You've gone... F off, right? Slam the front door. Yeah. <sharp inhale> it's winter, you've slipped on your front step. <gasps> Have you ever done that? I've done that at your house. Remember that time? You've slipped on my step? Yeah. I flew up into the air like, I don't know, a monster. <laughs> it is a bit slippy, my front, uh, the front yard. I could have had a small claim against you. Yeah. Um, I caught you. But yeah, where would you take it? I'd say, Stan, take me to Gretna Green. I want to marry you. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. For me... I'd go to... Well, they say anywhere on land we can take you. Which I'm assuming means anywhere in the world. I think on the island. On the island. Because we can't go underwater. Who's asking for that? <laughs> Who's putting the wand hand out, calling the night bus and going, uh, half single to Atlantis, please? Bottom of the sea, please. <laughs> Bottom of the sea, please. Will you take me to the Titanic? There must have been some wizards aboard who did nothing to stop it. <laughs> Oh my god, there must have been. Oh, that, what a conspiracy theory. There must have been at least one wizard on the Titanic who could have done uh, like a, a, a melting spell or something yeah. or blow the the thing away. Oh, no. And then uh, done a memory charm on everyone else to yeah. remember it. Bloody hell. Do, do, do.
1912, remember. Yeah, um, and then he instantly gets on and he says, what's your name, boy? And Harry thinks, well, of course I'm going to lie. Yeah. My name is Neville Longbottom. Harry has walked away from the Dursley's house. He's possibly just murdered his auntie. Yeah. He saw her inflating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he did not know to what point. Yeah, she could be dead. She yeah. could have burst. Yeah, yeah, She yeah. could, like, you know. Yeah. And now he's passing off as Neville Longbottom. That could have definitely stopped her breathing. <laughs> and now he's like, I'm Neville. I kill people. Bloody hell. And he calls this... The way you call the night bus is all you have to do is point your wand hand towards the road. Mm-hmm. There must be hundreds of false starts... For the night bus. Your wand hand. Your point. wand hand points towards the road. You could do that, blue spotting a flyaway. Well, where am I going? Oh, which way to the bakers? That way. <laughs> Come on in. Up you get. Welcome to the night bus. It's funny. Uh, can't the muggles see us? They don't see anything. I hate that. That annoys me. Just say magic. Magic, yeah. actually. It's magic. We're cloaked. It's magic. Flim flam excuses like, oh, they don't notice anything. They would. They'd There's notice. got to be some very zen muggles that would notice. Yeah. Exactly. You'd notice, wouldn't you, if you saw a bus flying past, moving lampposts out of the well, way. Well, if there's a little monk or a little nun or a little Buddha watching, yeah. they'd notice. Yeah. Someone doing a bit of mindfulness. Yeah, yeah. They'd yeah. notice. Yeah. Watching the cars pass by, counting the cars. A guided meditation. Yes. Close your eyes. Notice the thoughts coming. Don't stay on the thought. Just note it and watch it float away. Mindfulness. Make you notice, doesn't it? <laughs> Hello. A bit of darkness. <laughs> that was my favourite of your intros so far. Of the 34 I've heard so far, that's the best. We hope you enjoy that from four weeks ago, listeners. <laughs> um. It's funny, so um, he sees the newspaper clipping for, uh, what's he called? Um, Lucas, in protest of me speaking, has just thrown water all over his own notes. Oh, no. <laughs> um, he sees the newspaper clipping of uh, yeah. uh, Sirius Black, wanted, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and a bit of a speech from, um, uh, is it Fudge? Fudge, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Fudge, like basically saying that they've alerted um, the Muggles yeah. about him, yeah, and they've said, uh, saying that he's got a gun, yeah, Sirius mm. Black has got a gun, and they describe his gun as a kind of metal wand that yeah. Muggles use to kill each other. That's the only way they can communicate the word gun yeah. to the wizarding world. I think a shiny metal wand that a muggle will use to kill another muggle. Right? How do they not know what a gun is? <laughs> you guys live amongst muggles. Police officers. You see them all the time. Farmers. These people are living in London, working in the Ministry of Magic. They see muggles all the time. And they don't know what a gun is. I don't believe it. Is that the only way they can explain things? Yeah. Using wands as, like, metaphors? Black was last seen using a flashlight and a sort of rubber wand muggles use when they're lonely. <laughs> Bloody hell. Imagine... I don't even want to. I'm just imagining Gary Oldman. Oh, come on. You did that. <laughs> Harry rips his jeans. God, yeah. 
when he falls back from the wolf. And uh, what you doing on the ground for? I fell over. I didn't do it on... What'd you fall over for? Didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> He's very rude, I think, to a lot of people in this chapter. Yeah. But uh, I don't understand... You know people who buy jeans with holes in them? Mm. Why is that a thing? That you, have, that you buy a pair of jeans with holes in them? Why is that the fashion? It's the look. It's the look. What, the look of... You know, they're the jeans my dad wears gardening. Get the knobhead look. <laughs> Get the landing look. <laughs> Sorry, Bertie, hello, Bert, Father. Bertie Crouch Jr. Hello, Father. <laughs> Get the landing look. Um, Harry's like, who's Sirius Black? What, you've been living under a bridge? Who's Sirius Black? Yeah. He's the one, blah, 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 you know who. And then Harry goes, you know who? Uh, Voldemort? You know what you're doing, Harry. Yeah. You're three years in. You're the only one who uses his name. Stop forgetting that other people don't use his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows. He, yeah, he's just not got that self-awareness, has he? He does it to get a rise out of people. There's a tiny little wizard mm-hmm. in the nightcap, and he's uh, talking in his sleep. Do you talk in your sleep? Um, well, I, do, I scream my lungs out every night and every <laughs> every morning. Do does, you? That, does that count? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. If you're asleep while you do it. Now, I didn't know I did this until, obviously, uh, sharing a bed with somebody. Oh, yeah. And Martina tells me regularly that I talk in my sleep. What do you say, old friend? One classic one was uh, I looked at her and said, where's the blue mustard? <laughs> that was one of them. One night we watched The Lion King and uh, she woke up in the middle of the night to me sat on the edge of the bed singing Hiduada Himbadurawada Hiduada Himbadurawada and then that was it. What a funny little man. And then she just <laughs> says, Come back to sleep and then I go and then I come back in bed. Mm. But I have no recollection of it. I'll have conversations Hinduada <laughs> It'll war from the day we arrived on the planet. <laughs> a lot of songs in this uh, episode so far. Simba. Simba. Timba. Timbo. Timbo. Timbo, Bilbo. Um, yeah. Uh, the night bus zooms off. Uh, it reminded me of the school bus, this. Do you go on the school bus to school? Sometimes. Best Bit of the day for me. I used to love the school bus. Really? People messing about, people throwing stuff. It used to make me laugh. It was a funny time to be had. We used to have a bus driver who was Scottish and we could never understand. Scottish man in Wales. You wouldn't credit it, would that, you? That's pretty interesting. But he was there. And uh, he looked a bit like... you understand a word he said? No. Do you think he was thinking the same of these Welsh-speaking Maybe. children? But he would literally... You'd come on and he'd be like, ah, yeah, that's Samaya. <laughs> and then all he can hear is you lot going, Abigaili, 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 Abigaili. And uh, I remember him once doing something and the only word I heard was Spongebob and he was just talking to me and I just remember him going, he'll ask me like a Spongebob. Abigail, 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 Abigail,
Diagon Alley. Jesus Christ. London is so big. Why do they only ever go to Diagon Alley? Yeah. This, what's the population of London? Like nine million? Something ridiculous. There's got to be other little wizard areas, not just Diagon Alley. It's like yeah. going to Camden every time you go. You've been once, you've been a hundred times. Yeah. Explore, explore, explore. I would have loved a little callback to Chamber of Secrets. Where he goes, where are you going, mate? Diagonally. And then they take him to Bogan and Burks and put him inside the coffin. Maybe he should have gone. Maybe he should have said, take me to Hogwarts. That's a good idea. Someone will be there, won't they? Or Hagrid's hut. Take me to Hagrid. Tell you what, last year, them boys should just put out their arms, shouldn't they? Yeah. Hogwarts. Instead of getting the flying car. Bloody hell, you're clever, you. <laughs> Surely Ron knows about the night. They don't put out their arms one for one moment. Yeah. But I think... I get the feeling that wizards would see the night bus as a bit of a... You don't, you don't want to go on the night bus. It's a bit smelly. Yeah. A bit dangerous. Because the guy Ernie yeah. drives like a loony, doesn't he? And all the wizards seem a bit like <laughs> down and out, oh. don't they? What's he called, the, the conductor? Ernie Prang. Oh, Stan the, Shumpike. Stan, Stan... What what is it? It's brown all over my bed sheets. Uh, it's chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I spilled uh, spilled hot chocolate when you weren't looking. But Stan, why is it so hot and sludgy? Stan, <sighs> this pillow smells like shit. <laughs> it is shit, Austin. <laughs> oh god, then it's not just me. <laughs> it's a bit nutty. <laughs> oh, we will stop soon, listeners. We will stop referring to that one scene from Austin Powers 2. It's funny. It's funny. Is it funny or is it funny? It's it's funny. <laughs> now he reads about Sirius Black mm. and uh they find out that he killed thirteen people. God yeah. With one spell. Yeah, yeah. One, two, three. Veriverto. <laughs> What's Veriverto? They all turn into goblets. Oh, is it? That, for me, is a worse fate than death. Being a goblet. Being turned into a goblet and what then be- being put in, like, a muggle house or something. What happens to your consciousness when you're in as a goblet? I think you know you're a goblet. And you... Maybe you don't see because you don't have eyes. Maybe you could shake a little. You have a sense. You can wobble a bit. You can shine. You can be drunk out of. Mm-hmm. But I, for me, I'd be like... Drink me. I want you to drink from me. Oh, yeah. Is this Alice in Wonderland now? <laughs> that is nothing. That is nothing. <laughs> That's just the recesses of your brain. Yeah. But for me, I'd be like, I've had a cadaver in me now because I do not want to be a cup for the rest of my life. You say that now? Yeah. Have you ever... I don't know. Maybe... What Would you rather be a plate? I wouldn't rather be anything. If, I you, if you had to be an inanimate object, what inanimate object would you be? Oh, I, I think I'd just want to be left alone. I think I'd want to be like some paprika I'd, in the back of the cupboards. You know I'd want? I'd want to be a bit of driftwood away at sea. Oh, just drifting about. Or a bottle at sea. Oh, yeah, that'd be nice. Messaging a bottle. Yeah, yeah. Bit of coral or something. Yeah. Or a bit of coral in a little octopus's garden. By the sea. That'd be nice. Relaxing forever. Not torture. People leave you alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oof, that'd be nice. Mm. Maybe a bit of chocolate on a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you'd like to be. 
You can't be having chocolate in bed. One, two, three, chocopillo. You get nervous in the car with me, don't you, I think? Yes. Yeah. You drive very strange. Sometimes you drive a little bit too close to the curb. (laughs) Yeah. But that's only because you're closer to it. Mm. You just feel closer than you would if you were in the passenger seat. Well, how come it's not like that in anyone else's car? Because you don't drive with anybody else. It's only me. Yeah. How about my driving? I think you're a very good driver, I'll give you that. Mm. I've never once had any need for concern. Mm. Because you are diligent. Mm -hmm. You are observant. Yeah, yeah. You are compliant with the highway code. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not only that, but you're bloody good company as well, if you don't mind me saying. That's good. You've got the conversation. You've got the interesting decor. Tom not only has a five-year-old dangling Bart Simpson smelly thing, but he's also got a hanging piece of material from the middle of the top of the roof. It hangs, listeners. And you can tap it and it will swing. It's all sorts of fun. I love your black golf. (laughs) It's breaking, so if any listeners would want to help repair it for me. Yeah. Or buy me a new golf. I think they're roughly 20 grand. (laughs) For any listener who buys Tom a brand new golf, we'll send you three stickers. All right? So you get in touch, pay for Tom's brand new golf, and we'll send you three stickers in the post. Listeners, this is about as much about cars as we will ever discuss. Sorry. Sorry about that. So, you know, (laughs) did a bit of car chat. Oh, yeah, what was the chat? Tom's got a broken old car that's got a flappy bit that hangs down and Lucas likes to whittle it. Top Gear music. Yeah, I tried to What were they called? James May. May! May, you punts! I'm Jeremy Clarkson and I drive a car. Oh, I'm James May. Have you ever had Mexican food? It's disgusting. They had disgusting food over there. Oh, James, calm down. And I'm Richard Hammond. I'm going to see if I can drive this car with wooden wheels. I'm going to try and drive this car 100 miles per hour. Viewers, let's see if I can drive this car through the island of Crete with a wooden cart behind it. May, help me put Hammond in the boot of this car. Let's see how fast Rowan Atkinson can drive round our lab. I'm going to get fired from this. I'm going to go over to Amazon Prime. I promise to punch every producer in the face. Knuckle sandwiches all round. Who wants to be a millionaire? What are we saying? What? We apologise. <laughs> Listeners who live abroad, who have no idea what we've been doing for the past 20 minutes. Who knows if any of that is staying in? I want all of it staying in. Listeners, if you're hearing this now, I can't, what a lazy job of editing I've done. <laughs> Oh, listeners, just imagine the things that you are missing from the raw cuts of these episodes. Rowan Atkinson. (laughs) There's no shrunken head. (laughs) Is there?
It makes me wonder why the film stuck that in, because mm-hmm. it's not in the book. But we were saying before, weren't we, that maybe because Dawn French in that film is cast as the fat lady, mm-hmm. and at the time she was married to Lenny Henry, who plays the shrunken head. Do you reckon she had a bit of a, a bit of a shoe in and went, oh, can you get Len to be, to well, it doesn't, be the, in the film? The logic doesn't really make sense. Now, uh, Dawn French was cast as a fat lady because she is a fat lady. Mm-hmm. She's a bigger lady. Mm-hmm. But Lenny Henry famously has a big head. Yeah, not shrunken, is yeah, it? He's not shrunken. No. And also Lenny Henry does not generally speak in a Jamaican accent. He's from Dudley, isn't he? He's from Dudley. So what does it all mean? Oh, I'd love that if the shrunken head had a brummy accent. Should have done that. Do you know the entirety of... When Mike Myers recorded uh, the vocals for Shrek, yeah. he did it all in his normal American voice. Yeah. Or Canadian voice. And then once he, w- he watched it, and then he went and redid it in Scottish before it was going to be released, he was like, no, I want to do it in Scottish now. Oh, because he hated it in America. He didn't like it in his normal voice. Oh, that's good. He it funny in Scottish. Oh, yeah. Hey, this is my swamp. This is my swamp, baby, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Groovy, baby. Somebody once <laughs> told me the world is going to roll me. <laughs> yeah, imagine a brummy shrunken head. Mm. Hey, guys. Why are the long faces? Why are the long faces? Five, four, three, two and a half, one and three quarters. Old lady, three o'clock. Fudge reveals who Harry is. Oh, yeah. Hello, Harry. Here, Prime Minister, what did you call Neville, dear? This is Harry Potter. I knew it was. Did you? No. Why don't you say something, then? Yeah. I knew it was him, I did. I knew it. People do that, don't they? They pretend to know things that they didn't know. Mm. Oh, I could see that coming a mile off. Could you? You didn't say anything. Fudge grabs Harry's shoulder. Oh, yeah. And he does not let go. Yeah. I remember being manhandled by adults. You know, like, adults steering you about. Yeah. Pick you up and put you down like Pinocchio. (laughs) Just grab you. Honestly, you'd be thrown around like a rag doll at these things, <laughs> won't you? Hey, you thrown around. Like a rag. <laughs> give him to give him to his nana. He'd be like hoisted and placed on a lap. Oh, I'm, I'm on a lap now, am I? <laughs> I'm on a zip. I'm on a lap. <laughs> oh, off to somebody else's lap now. <laughs> no better joke in my head than someone saying. Describing something where you're made to think they're a baby, <laughs> and then they say, "I was 18." <laughs> it's very, when you were very doing amusing. That, I knew you were going to say that. I was already laughing when I said, "How old were you?" Yeah, yeah. You knew it was How coming. Twelve. <laughs> twelve years old sat on his nana's lap. Yeah. Some people might have a problem with that. A twelve-year-old sat on his nana's lap. But in this country, we like it. We love it. I found it interesting. <laughs> Every time I try and do a new bit, you start laughing, implying something's happened. Come on. Imagine that. <laughs> 18, trying to sit on your nana's lap. <laughs> Come on, nana. Um, oh. For our overseas listeners, um, nana is grandmother. Yes. Not like a nanny or maid. Exactly. We don't have a nanny or a maid. No. We don't have a new car. No. If anyone wants to send us a nanny, maid or new car, we will send you some free stickers. 
in the post. Oh, we don't have nanas anymore, do we? I've got one nana. I don't have no nana. You know nana, boy. If you've got a nana, send that in the post to get a sticker. Yeah. Send your nana. First class, put fragile on the box. Mm. <laughs> and it will send you three stickers. <laughs> Uh, I found it interesting in this book that we get the title explained very early on. Now, in book one and book two, book one, we didn't even find out what the Philosopher's Stone was mm. until the near the end of the book. And Chamber of Secrets, it took a while before we found out what the Chamber of Secrets. But here we are in book three, chapter three, and we already know that the prisoner of Azkaban is Sirius Black. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer of Azkaban. <laughs> For any listeners who want to hear a very amusing off-the-cuff joke about the Sorcerer's Stone, Philosopher's Stone difference in book titles, follow us on our Patreon. And in one of the episodes we do that. We go off and it's funny. Yeah. I love the way that Stan Shumpike is written because I don't think at any point it says that he has a cockney... Accents. What's a matter? But you know from the way the spelling is, and I love that. Mm. It's like Hagrid, isn't it? It's like Hagrid. You know he's Cornish from the way it sounds. All right. I remember reading a book by uh, Thomas Hardy. Yeah. Called Far From The Madding Crowd. Tom Hardy, the uh, actor. Tom Hardy, the actor, yeah. He wrote a book in the 1800s called Far From The Madding Crowd. Far From The Madding Crowd. Yes. Tell me more. And there, they... They go even more extreme in terms of writing in the local dialect of these country folk. So much so that you cannot understand it unless you say it out loud. Mm-hmm. Like I would read it and I go, I don't know what they're saying here. But then I'd say it and i go, all right, they're saying that. But it'd be ridiculous. It'd look like gobbledygook. Mm. I'd hate to be like somebody not from the UK reading that book. Because I'd think, bloody hell, I don't understand what's going on. Why is Harry being expelled? No, why isn't Harry being expelled? They can't be bothered to think of a reason. Well, I think it's because... Uh, circumstances change. They're worried about Black, aren't they? Because Cornelius Fudge is very shifty in this chapter. I think they're worried that uh, Sirius Black is out to kill Harry. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he wants him in Hogwarts where he will be safer. Because that's why... I'm assuming that's why they have... <sighs> The Dementors at Hogwarts, because Harry is there and they are trying to protect Harry Potter, I think. Because mm. otherwise, why, you know, why would Sirius Black go to Hogwarts? Why would you have the guards there unless that was your logic? You know, bloody hell, uh, <laughs> someone's escaped from prison. Better get the uh, police round the local school. Well, that's probably what they're in prison for. Let's not go into that. But do you know what I mean? It seems unrelated why they would be guarding Hogwarts when he's on the loose. Mm. And, you know, Harry's seen him in uh, Magnolia Crescent in Surrey. Mm. I think that's why. I think Fudge is worried about Harry being in danger. So he's thinking, right, you're going to be at the Leaky Cauldron for two weeks. Then you're staying at Hogwarts. We're not going to expel you. But it made, it made me laugh the way he said it. He was like... Um, Oh, Harry, people don't go to Azkaban for blowing up their ants. What do you go to Azkaban for? (laughs) Harry, you don't go to Azkaban for shooting your dad. (laughs) You go to Azkaban 
if people suspect you of petrifying students yeah. and you're a groundskeeper. Yeah. Two weeks, please. <laughs> I didn't realise. It, it says Hagrid was in Azkaban for two months. Oh, was it two months? Yeah, it didn't feel like that in the book, did it? Last book. <laughs> it could have been that bad. He's not that shaken by it while he comes out, is he? Yeah. No, no. Can't be that bad. Oof. But it does sound like they, I think the idea of dementors is crazy. I think it's demented. It is demented. It is demented. Having, you know, you do a crime, you get locked up. But not only that, you have your soul sucked out of you three times a day or whatever they do, <laughs> doing the rounds. I think, bloody hell, what a punishment <laughs> and, is that? And also, so we've not got to dementors yet, but do they like, you know. Breaks, yeah. Do they clock in, clock out? Oh, I'd love that. Do they ever not turn up for work? <laughs> You're late. Do they love? I think they do. Think of all the souls they have inside them. What are they doing on them? Souls eating them. They probably have more love in their little black bodies. Do they poo? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> they pull poo the bad bits of the soul. Do they breathe? Can they fly up into space? I think so. I think they can swim. They must be able to. <laughs> do they do a stroke? Or do you reckon they just glide through the water like they do through the air? They glide through the water like they do through the air, but with bubbles coming out of the bum. That's what I'm imagining. <laughs> Little demented bubbles. And who makes them them cloaks? I think that's part of them, innit? Do they buy it from the shop? Yeah, I think so. Fancy dress shop. Have you got a wavy cloak? Yeah. Everyone's got a cloak in this book series. Mm. I'd like to be a Harry Potter character, please. Have you got a cloak? No, you're not going to be a Harry Potter character, then. <laughs> you need a cloak. The landlord at the Leaky Cauldron is called Tom. Como yo? Como tu? Como Lord Voldemort? Yes. Multiple names. This was an extra thing I thought of. Tom Riddle is called Tom. Yes. Uh, Tom, the innkeeper, is called Tom. Mm-hmm. Ernie, he's called Ernie. And little boy Ernie. Mm. Multiple names. Multiple names. Lazy or normal, because people are called the same thing over and over again. And it was on purpose that Tom, the innkeeper, is called Tom. Because Tom Riddle, part of the reason why he changed his name was because he felt that the name Tom was so common. Yeah. And that a lot of people had that name. And Tom Riddle's father was called Tom and his grandfather was called Tom as well. Yeah. And uh, he didn't want to be associated with his muggle parenthood and he disliked the name Tom. My name is Tom. I love your name, Tom. And you're Tom, and we mentioned this before. You're not Thomas. You are Tom on your birth certificate, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Lovely. I love <laughs> that about you. There's a scene I'm missing from this book. And from the film that I would love to see. Fudge explains. Don't worry, Marge has been punctured. She's back to normal. She's had her memory modified. Um, Your uncle and auntie are very angry. But don't worry, they will have you back next year. I am really wanting to see that scene where Muggle... uh, Where... Vernon and Petunia are having a chat with the people from the Ministry of Magic. Negotiation. Yeah, and they're, taught, they, they're sorting out Marge, and then they go, well, he's not coming back uh, Christmas or Easter, uh, but we will have him back at the summer. 
I think that's lovely that they're having him back at the summer. Very magnanimous of them. Yeah. Very forgiving. The fact that he's li- he could have killed Vernon's sister mm-hmm. and they are literally saying, well, yeah, we'll have him back next year. As, as normal. That's fine. But instead, he's having another Christmas at Hogwarts. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just thinking then, right, you want to put some pedometers on to the students of Hogwarts. Yeah. Is that castle? The amount of steps they must be doing a day. Yeah, yeah, mental. Good Lord, you won't need to exercise, would you? No. 20,000 each. You see, no, especially when the stairs move and then you have to wait and get another flight of stairs. Mm. You would get your steps in your room. It's only in the film, I think. What, the stairs move? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Ooh. I didn't realise that. The staircases, they move. Move! Move! <laughs> it's, I think Harry is rude to everybody in this chapter. Tell me why. He's got an attitude towards Stan Shunpike when he says, what are you doing on the floor? He goes, well, I didn't do it on purpose. No and one then, said you did. Yeah, no one said you did. Lucas, why have you got beans spilled all down you? <sighs> I didn't spill these on purpose. Well, did you put any care and attention into eating like a human or eating in bed like a monkey? Yeah. Well, you turn to Harry, you know, what you, how did you fall, what did you fall over for? He goes, oh, well, I thought I saw a dog and I tripped over. But instead of that, he goes, I didn't do it on purpose. Yeah, how long can that go on for? Um, yeah. Uh, what did you fall over for? I didn't do it on purpose. No, but why did you fall over? Because I saw a dog and fell over. Why did you see a dog? Because uh, I, I felt it and I turned round. What did you feel? Uh, prickling on the back of my neck. Why did you feel that? Um, I don't know. Why don't you know? Uh, oh, you're like a four-year-old <laughs> child. Why is the grass green? Why is the sky blue? Why do dogs bark? Why do geese hiss? Do geese hiss? Oh, yeah. Why? Oof. They've been hissed at by a goose. We've been hissed at by audiences. Oh, yeah. Kiss and booed. Boo hiss, boo hiss. For having the audacity to besmirch the Scottish people. He asks Fudge, before Fudge leaves, he asks Fudge, Fudge! Mr Fudge! Fudge, I love you, I love you. I love you, I love you. Please will you sign my permission slip so that I can go to Hogsmeade? Yeah. And Fudge says, I can't do that. I ain't your dad. He's a moron. Do you know what he should have done? What? Placed the permission slip, folded it up. Yeah. yeah put it next to his shirt and said, Fudge, will you please sign my leaver shirt? Oh, yeah. <laughs> For leaving the Dursleys. I got a Dursleys leaving. Will you please sign it? All right, Harry. <laughs> he he signs it. He would have had it. I think Harry's nuts here. Because even if Cornelius Fudge signs this permission slip, nobody's going to believe him. Mm-hmm. Miss, miss, uh, I can't do PE this week. I can't do PE this week. Have you got a note from your mum and dad? No. But I've got a note from the Prime Minister. Tony Blair. Tony Blair. <laughs> Get no. your fucking kit on now, do you, you know idiots. <laughs> I've got a permission form from Donald Trump, President of America. I was the first one to give out permission slips. You can go to Hogsmeade, it's the best versioning village in the world. You gotta go, you gotta go. Um, 
I always know it's funny, you always think of certain bonds as like, say, certain actors. When you think of, like, say, Batman, some mm-hmm. people think Michael Keaton, some people think Christian Bale. Mm-hmm. When you say Bond, some people think Roger Moore. I, yeah. I, I, don't, I might think Pierce Brosnan or yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. When I think Prime Minister, I always think Tony Blair. Do you? Like, yeah. someone, who's the Prime Minister? I think Tony Blair. I'm like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> I have to remember who it is. You're going to get something in your mind, aren't you? Like, when you, when you get dementia... That's who you're going to say, Tony Blair. That's why I never accepted, what's he called, Um, Cameron as the Prime Minister, because I'm like, he's not Prime Minister. Tony Blair's the Prime Minister. (laughs) It'll always be Tony in my heart. No matter what happened with Iraq. Tony Blair. He's great. (laughs) (laughs) Right. How many, how many brown stains on a pillow out of five... (laughs) Hey, are you going to give this chapter? Oh, I like this chapter. I enjoyed it. I love the night bus as a concept. I like the idea of sleeping on a bed on a bus. Mm. I really want to do stuff like, you know, like the Orient Express, going sleeping on a train and travelling across the country. I'd love to do that. Yeah, I want to do it. I mean, your own little cabin. Work on the train. Oh. Uh, cleaning it. Changing the toilets. Yeah. Um, feeding the passengers. Feeding the passengers. Uh, cradling their neck. Yes. Um, dipping a food onto a spoon yeah. uh, and putting it into uh, someone's mouth while they're asleep. Yes. Um, so then, so they don't have to, the food is like liquid clay yes. or like uh, baby food. So they don't have to chew. It can just glide down their throat. So they don't... Because uh, no one likes um, eating while they're awake. Exactly. Might as well do it when you're asleep. Exactly. That's what I want to be doing. That's what I want to be doing, Tom. And that's why I'm going to give this chapter... Four chocolate stains on a pillow out of five. Right. For me, uh, this chapter was very uh, great. There's a lot of fun things happen. Really yeah. fast paced. Dog, uh, prickly feeling, uh, bus, Ernie, uh, someone being mean to Harry. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. I'm going to give this chapter three brown stains on a pillow out of five. Solid, solid, solid. Right, are you ready for a popular segment? Nay, the most popular segment. It's official. Quiz. <gasps> quiz, 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 like from the lyrics to so the quiz. I get quiz. five out of five. Blow you a kiss. Okay. Question one. <clears throat> Where does Harry collapse? Magnolia Crescent. Correct, sir. Question two. What is the driver's name? Ernie Prang. Very good, sir. This is question three. What did Black do? Turned up in Azkaban. Oh, he killed 13 people with one curse. Correct, sir. Question four. What did the stair... Oh, yeah. Right. How is the... <laughs> Think fast. Face, arms, speech. <laughs> what? How is the staircase described in the leaky cauldron? Uh... I don't like that. Uh, can I come back to that one? Yes. Question five. Um, what is spilled onto Harry's pillow? Oh, hot chocolate. Okay. Question four. How is the staircase described? Oh. What does it look like? 
Wooden. No. Unfortunately, you did not win the quiz. The answer was, it was handsome. You're joking. I'm not. What a lovely handsome staircase. I never would have got that. Yeah. Quiz, 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 this oh, yeah. has been the Potter Vision Podcast. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Don't know what you were watching, but thanks for listening to us. Uh, please keep supporting us. You can get in touch. We're on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just look for Potter Vision. And also go to our website, pottervision.com, and you can message us on there. We are going on tour, guys. We've got 11 uh, dates booked all across the UK. Check out all the dates on pottervision.com. We would love to see you at the end of this year or the beginning of next. Scotland. England. Done. Yeah. Uh, we, we are trying to get some Wales dates, uh, so uh, keep your eyes peeled. I should try to do a Northern Ireland date. Now, join us next week for episode 39. We'll be on Prisoner of Azkaban, Chapter 4, The Leaky Cauldron. You've been Tom Lawrenson. You've been Lucas Kirkby. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Potter Vision podcast. The music was performed by Jack Evans. You can contact us through our website, pottervision.com. And if you'd like bonus content and to support the show, you can visit patreon.com forward slash pottervision.